Today I am with Pastor Chris of Island Fellowship Church here in St. Thomas, United States Virgin Islands. Um, Chris, you'd like to introduce yourself? Hey, what's going on, podcasters? My name is Chris Davies. Uh, like he said, I'm the pastor of Island Fellowship Church here in St. Thomas, USVI. I am a graduate of the Baptist College of Florida, uh, circa 2018. And um, this is, uh, yeah, I'm just a pastor and I love it. <laughs> Great. Um, so, yeah, the, the whole idea of the four questions is to ask different pastors of different denominations the same four questions so that we can have an understanding of, of how different denominations believe and how even different pastors believe. So with this first question, it's not like a hugely important question in terms of how are you saved or anything of that nature, but because it is the institutions of the church, it is interesting to get different pastors and their denomination views. So um, in Island Fellowship Church, in personally in your own faith, what is baptism? Where is the Lord's Supper? And really, what's the purpose of both of those? Um, so, really, the the big question of baptism to me is, what is it? What is it for? Kind of like you just asked. So, uh, baptism is the showing to people a public declaration of whom you have decided to follow, and it is symbolic of Christ going to the grave and then rising again. And so when we do baptism, it is not what saves you, uh, but it is your public declaration saying that I have died to the old self and I have been risen with Christ. Um, and so that is the purpose and the meaning of it. Uh, as far as the Lord's Supper goes, the reason that we do that is to remember who Jesus is and what he has done for us. And so the purpose in taking communion together or taking the Lord's Supper together is to show church-wide, com community-wide appreciation and adoration towards Christ and the work that he has done. And so we break the bread and we drink of the cup uh, as symbolic gestures saying that we have gone into the life of Christ and that we are believers in him and his work that he has done on the cross for us. Yeah, thank you for that explanation. Now, these next three questions, I always like to say, they, I say I have them in three questions, but in reality, they are almost the same question asked three different ways, because I firmly believe um, what you say about one question is going to affect how you answer another. So with this first question, Jesus, who is Jesus? Jesus, we know, is the foundation of the Christian faith. In reality, the, the starter of the Christian faith in some sense. Um, the teachings of who the Christian faith is based on. You know, I could keep going on, but in Island Fellowship Church, in your life, who is Jesus? Um, this is actually something that I love to think about, love to discuss. Uh, Jesus is the incarnate Son of God. Uh, I believe that He is part of the triune God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That though there are three, they are one. Um, which, you know, getting into the Trinity, getting some deep theological <laughs> discussions with that. Uh, but I believe that He is the Savior of the world that was sent here to die for our sins and to be raised from the grave in order that we might have life for Him, that He would conquer death for us, <laughs> and that we would be able to uh, have communion with God. And um, so literally what he, who He is is the Son of God, fully God, fully man, and our Savior and our Lord. Yeah, thank you for that. Um, this next question, again, kind of going off the first question. Um, this idea of a, of a gospel, this idea of 
gospel meaning good news. Um, yeah, it was what in Matthew 28, kind of what we were called to like go proclaim in the world. Um, so what is this gospel and why is this so important? Uh, well, you already said what gospel means, so I'll just reiterate it. But gospel literally translates into good news. Uh, and the gospel in and of itself is the good news of Jesus Christ and the work that he has done uh, through his death and resurrection. And basically what the, what the main aspect of the gospel is, is Jesus' life and what he's done, whether it be the miracles or the parables that he told. Uh, it was the work that he has done on our behalf so that we could have, again, communion with God and so that we could be redeemed from our sins and made alive in him. And so, therefore, the gospel is good news to all of us here on earth because it is the, it is the word that allows us to come out of death into life. Was there a second part? Yeah, no, it's good. Um, <laughs> thank you for that. Um, yeah, and this last question, um, in some sense, is a pretty controversial question because many in the Christian church proclaim that salvation is, um, through the Christian church, is like the only way. So only way that you can ever experience a good um, life after your death is through heaven. Um, however, there are some Christian churches that may proclaim um, that, may not proclaim that. So in the Island Fellowship Church, in your life, how is someone truly saved? Um, I believe wholeheartedly with every fiber of my being that there is only one name by which man may be saved. Uh, we read that in Acts 4.12. Uh, it says that the name of Jesus is the only name by which we may be saved. And so, uh, yes, I do. I believe that Christ is the only true way to God. Um, and without him, we are doomed to eternal damnation. Uh, and I believe that wholeheartedly. I know a lot of people, uh, even in the church today, want to believe that there's no hell and that there's nothing, you know, but good afterward. After we're dead, but uh, I truly believe that if there is heaven, then there must also be hell. You know, the equal and opposite of each thing I, I think truly exists, and uh, therefore I do believe that hell is a real thing, and that the only way you get to heaven is through the name of Jesus and the repenting of your sins and the proclaiming of him as Lord and Savior of your life. Yeah, thank you. So the reason I call this the Four Questions Podcast is because the, these first four questions that you've answered I consider rather important when it comes to the foundation of the church. Um, this next question, however, um, though it deals with um, what is sin, what is not sin, um, I definitely consider more of a secondary issue. Um, because it doesn't involve the gospel and who Jesus is. However, this is still a very decisive issue uh, when it comes to homosexuality in the church. You have one extreme being Westboro Baptist Church, which like goes out and um, most people would say preaches hate. However, you have the complete opposite extreme where there are some churches who have um, homosexual and lesbian um, pastors who um, pass their congregations over, over that. So when it comes to the Island Fellowship Church and in your life, what is the, um, I guess, biblical way to view homosexuality? Uh, the biblical way to view it is the same way that you view any kind of sexual immorality. Uh, it is declared as sinful. It is declared as something you should not do. Uh, whether you want to read in Romans chapter 2, or I could name many, many other places in which you find uh, 
homosexuality talked about, but it's never by itself, you know. It's not the end-all, be-all sin. Uh, it's just another one that we deal with as humans uh, the same way that people deal with being liars or thieves. Um, but it is sinful. Um, I don't think you're automatically damned to hell just because you have a struggle with sin, uh, but I do believe that every sin is in need of repenting of, and so homosexuality is no different in that in that sense that uh, we need to repent of our sin in order for it to be forgiven. Because just like it says in First John, chapter one, it says that uh, when we confess our sins, He is just and righteous to forgive us of our sins. And so I don't think that it's an end all be all, but I do think it is a sin, no doubt. So you would say. Um... The sexual morality of homosexuality is the same level as adultery or any other type of sin in which we involve sex and the misinterpretation of the biblical way to view that and pursue that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's just the same as going out and cheating on your wife, like you were saying with adultery. Um, I think it's just the same as doing any other kind of thing that is uh, declared sexually immoral. Um, and so, yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I, you know, actually, I, I really dislike an adulterer, but you know, I got plenty of friends who claim to be homosexual, uh, and I tell them the same thing that I'm telling uh, uh, your your viewers is that it is a sin. Either way you want to slice it, you know, it's as much of a sin as it is to go out and to steal someone's horse, you know, for back in the old west, you know. So, yeah, definitely a sin. Okay. Um... Thank you, Pastor Chris, for talking to me today. Is there any last-minute things you would like to say? Uh, no, just uh, I hope everybody that hears this goes and reads the Bible for themselves. Um, I believe you can trust my word, but I think you can trust God's word even more. And so I encourage you all to go and investigate the answers that I've given you and uh, you know, find the biblical truth to it all and seek out God in a true sense without bias and without judgment, but just going in with an open mind, seeking who He really is. And uh, praise all to Him, and, and uh, you know, peace be with you all. Oh, yeah, thank you, Pastor Chris. Uh, once again, this was um, the Four Questions Podcast. I'll see you in the future for episode five. Thank you. Bye. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.